in action. Another episode, Top of the Hill, Daniel from DPM with you again for another week. Now, you've no doubt heard of the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And that's a random old saying uh, that I've always used, maybe you too, but I never really put much thought, <clears throat> pardon me, into what it actually means. Um and how it came to be. So I went to the good old Dr. Google and did a trusty Google search. And apparently it's something that's been around since the 12th century. So it has stood the test of time. It's pretty safe to say. And I was thinking about that analogy and how um, I can always encourage people and how I can relate it to people when it comes to training. How I can always encourage someone to come along to training to try and build a consistent commitment to coming along and making a regular habit. But, you know, sometimes they struggle. So I can't make you show up to the sessions that you say you'll come to. I can only encourage you to do so and remind you um, when it's on and to check in you when, and to check in on you when you don't come when you say you will, or I can offer alternatives, whether it's a zoom session or, if you're stuck at home for isolation or if you're away for work or traveling or whatever, um, or even if you can't do stuff in person, but if you've moved in the state or if, um, you know, whatever reason, but I can't actually get to your house and physically drag you out of bed in the morning um, to get you along to those sessions or to even get you to switch on Zoom. But I also can't stop you from hitting snooze um, or not even setting the alarm in the first place. Um, I can't make you go to bed early the night before so you're motivated to get up early and get to training. Um, there's got to be some self-accountability on that end. Now, the whole point of this today is to say, is to go back to that old analogy, I can lead you to the water, I can encourage you and tell you all the reasons for it, but I can't make you actually do it. And whether it's for training with me in person or whether it's the sessions you do on your own, you need to have a bit of self-accountability, but... The one thing I'm here to remind you of today is how you're going to feel afterwards. Now, unless you're actually crook, you're rarely ever going to feel worse after a workout, especially one of the ones that I do where the whole point, as anyone that's done one of my sessions before will know, the whole point is not to smash you and flog you into the ground and to train you until you vomit and to yell at you like you're in the army because I figure you'll join the army if you want that. Um, just to prove how tough that I am. I don't need that and you don't need that. Uh, I can also remind you of how the body will feel after the workout. Even if you may start off a bit sluggish, the body's going to warm up, especially when it's a bit cooler and the weather's starting to cool down now. But the body will warm up after those first few minutes. You get the heart rate up, you get the first bit of action out of the way, even if it does start off a little bit sluggish, but then you start responding in the right way. You start loosening up. The body gets moving. You wake up. The body starts feeling better, and you start thinking this is starting to feel good. But best of all, you get that post-exercise feeling when you know you've done something good. You know They call it the runner's high. You might have experienced before, whether it's through running or any type of workout, where you feel better afterwards. You get that little boost. You get that energy boost. You're going to feel the stress release that comes from doing the work yet, and especially when that accumulates time and time again, it repeats and it adds up and that feeling continues. And and the other beauty about it, um, if you are training in person, if the group sessions in the early morning, you also get to enjoy the social interaction of it, the banter, you know, the stuff that you can't get on Zoom in person. 
in person is always going to trump. Zoom's obviously better than nothing, and you definitely can't get either of it if you're fast asleep under your blankets. Um, but the best thing is you're going to build that consistency, like we said. So each session becomes another one and becomes another one, and it becomes another part of your regular routine. So rather than hitting snooze, might be a habit at the moment, or not setting the alarm, getting to bed earlier setting the alarm, actually waking up when the alarm hits the first time. The way I like to do it, I wake up most mornings, it's 20 past four. Don't want to wake up then, but that's what I have to, to get out of the house and to get to the action on time. So for me, as soon as that buzzer goes, that alarm goes, I'm up before the brain has a chance to think otherwise. One, so I'm actually up. Two, so it doesn't annoy my wife who's trying to sleep. And I don't want to be having that alarm go off for too long because that will annoy, but get up before the body realizes what's going on. Eventually, you start moving around, jump in the shower, do all that sort of stuff. Next thing you know, you're out, you're awake. If you're training, you don't have to have a shower. If you don't want to, you just put your clothes on, get ready, have some water, do what you got to do, get out the door. If you need to, that's your wake up, jump in the shower, have a quick little shower. But the hardest thing you have to do is actually set the alarm and to get out of bed at a decent time and get there in person or switch on via Zoom and I'll take care of the rest. Um, if you're training on your own, obviously the hardest thing you have to do is actually strap on your shoes and decide you're going to do something and work at whatever you're doing at your pace. Now, if you think it's directed at you, it may well be. Hopefully the message is well received and you caught the tip that nothing changes unless you actually drink the water going back to that original analogy. So hopefully this little accountability checkup, we're coming towards the end of the first quarter for the year. So Friday marks 1st of April, um, which is probably a good time to sit back and have a look about how year's gone so far. If your training hasn't been what you wanted it to be, have a think about what you can do about that. And if I can come in and help in that, then that's fantastic. But have a think what needs to be done. If you're flying and you're, happy with how things are going that's perfect we're on track third of the year the way through the year and hopefully crossing off the goals that you want to hit if they're short-term goals hopefully you're ticking them off already maybe let's keep on the training thought maybe that's just getting regular consistency with the training but hopefully it's been a good little accountability checking for you today if you do need some help Daniel at dpntransformation.com is how you can reach me. Send me a line. Let me know what you're thinking. But make sure, above all, you take action. And let's channel your energies the right way. Until next time, Daniel from DPM, over and out.